Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. Uh, my name is JD. Who's here with me today? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. There I, she is, oh. Miss Michelle. Oka. I don't. I don't that's, that's the best <laughs> I can do for you this week. Good job. Yep. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, guys, we talk about movies uh, here on We Watch Shudder. More specifically, we talk about horror movies. More very specifically, we talk about horror movies from the service Shudder. And very, very, very specifically, we talk about original and exclusive releases from the horror streaming service Shudder. Michelle! Whoa, that is so many, that's so much thought. So many layers podcast. of specificity. Yeah. yeah, what was your question? Oh, my question was, what are what is the Shutter original and or exclusive that we're talking about uh, this, this week? This is Good Madam this week, and it is a Shutter original. It is called Good Madam, a Shutter original. That's what she mm-hmm. just said. Uh, so, like we do, uh, I'm not going to forget this week. I will read to mm-hmm. you the description of the film straight from the Shutter website. Exactly how. They or the movie makers or whoever gets to decide how to write up these things decided to sell this movie to us. Here we go. Good Madam, directed by Jenna Cato Bass. CD, a single mother, is forced to move in with her estranged mother, Mavis, a live-in domestic worker caring obsessively for her catatonic white madam. As C.D. tries to heal her family, however, a sinister specter begins to stir. A Shudder original. Michelle! Yes. Hit us with them oh-so-popular spoiler-free thoughts. Awesome. Okay, my thoughts that have no spoilers is... um. I have mixed feelings about a lot of the things going on here. Uh, I thought I figured out the ending really quickly, and then that thought was wrong. And then I thought I figured out the ending again, and that thought was wrong. And then the ending happened, and I had to go back and rewatch to make sure I was positive that they were ending it the way that they did. Um, So it's kind of a weird movie. It made me kind of uncomfortable, but that's okay because I think it has a message. Um, but it wasn't really so much a horror film. There wasn't like, there's a lot of like horrifying concepts, I guess. It's got a little bit of the spookies. A little bit, but it's also, I was kind of interested in like the family drama aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really scared. There's definitely, um, a lot of like, brushy things that I don't like in this movie though so um I would say it's it's okay if I'm if I'm ever in the mood for a horror movie I'm not going to recommend this um if I'm ever in the mood for a drama I'm not really going to recommend this (laughs) it was just kind of fine and tepid so I'll give it like a 2.5 yeah I'm uh I'm kind of right there with you I uh I'm uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not entirely certain uh, at this point that I even fully understood this movie. Uh, <laughs> and I, I want to be uh, fair. Uh, I, I don't know how much of that is uh, because let me also be uh, blunt and honest. Uh, my personal uh, like socio-political literacy about post-apartheid South Africa is basically non-existent, <laughs> right? I, I don't really know a lot about what's going on there and what it's like 
So I think there might be at least some things that I lost here because I just don't have the cultural frames of reference for it, perhaps. Same. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's some cool visuals going on here, some interesting things to look at. Also some, uh, frankly, and we'll talk about it, some uh, potentially problematic uh, things to look at in this movie. Um, I, I find it very interesting that this is a movie that seems like it's it's trying to say something about the power dynamics of white people over uh, not white people, uh, but it was uh, directed by a, a white person. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how. Oh, much I've of a, got, I've got. I don't thoughts. know how good of an idea <laughs> that was. Um, yeah, I yeah. Uh, like. I can definitely tell. I th- at least I think I have an idea of what it thought it was doing. Uh, but uh, I don't. know. Maybe I don't get it at all. Uh, I just, I couldn't, this is a, this is a definitive for me, two skull movie. If there ever was one, I, uh, I can't really say anything incredibly bad about it personally. And there were some little things about it that I thought were really cool, but, uh, overall it just didn't quite play for me. Yep. Sounds good. So that makes us an average of (laughs) 2.25 skulls out of five. If that overwhelming review there <laughs> made you think, oh, man, I got to drop everything and go see this tepid piece of cinema, uh, you're going to want to go do that now because this is the part where we're going to start talking about uh, about why exactly this is a, a, a dyed-in-the-wool two-skull movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just like I, I, I really don't know. Obviously, I, I follow the basic plot, right? Like this, uh, this woman and her child have to go to live with her mom and her mom's a caretaker for this old white lady. Uh, and things start to get creepy. Like the, the, there's a dog, but then the dog's been dead for 10 years or whatever. And uh, and there are these little elements of things coming in, uh, sort of spooky things. Um uh, so the and like oh it turns out maybe she's some kind of witch who's like siphoning life out of people to extend her own life but also keeping them alive to be her servants for forever. I I don't know that I understood exactly what was happening, but I think I got the gist of it. How about you? Uh, I think you and I caught equal amounts of gists from this movie. <laughs> um, I knew that there were parts that obviously I don't know much about uh like you said post-apartheid uh south africa um right. there were just terms that i didn't know and so i did give it a little bit of a, a curve in the sense that you know right. i'm very removed from that um and i tend to do that when we watch these yeah. international movies I, because yeah. i i know and that... I, I think i think a, maybe a, a a more clear and concise way of of saying what i was trying to say is um, I didn't have any problem understanding what was happening in this movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I really understand like what the themes were entirely that they were playing or all yeah. the levels on which they function, right? Uh, yeah, because that, that's some of the stuff where I think um, maybe people who understand this a lot more might have picked up on themes mm-hmm. because I kept thinking that there were themes like you did and then they didn't hit. And so I'm wondering, like, did I miss the point or did they not write it correctly because I did get curious and this is one that I really wanted to go look up the reviews and they are very hot 
old. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of people love this. A lot of people despise it. Um, a lot of people of different races feel very hot and cold about this, which is very interesting to me, too. Yeah, I um, managed to read yeah. exactly one review before we sat down to record this because I literally just finished watching the film. Uh, it did happen to be a review done by a person of color, and whoa, it was really not positive. Was that the <laughs> half star from uh, from Mr. And... Uh, o- uh, Odie Henderson? Yeah, yes, over it at, was. At I Roger read that one too. Yep. Oh yeah, man, he, he does uh... not seem to like any movies. No, though, and so... <laughs> he made some points about uh, why he didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, uh, that very much made it clear to me that it was like, oh, those are things I never even thought about while I was yep. watching it. But oh shit, he makes some really good points. Mm-hmm. No, I think um, that was one that I read as well because I like to go and find very hot, cold ones. Uh-huh. But some of the points, uh, I guess we're in the spoiler section so we can talk about it, that right. uh, he felt that it was dehumanizing um, the way that they, uh, the camera focused so much on removing their faces and just focusing on the scrubbing. And I picked up on that, but I did so in the way that, yes, this is supposed to be dehumanizing, that they are just relegated to being servants and not even human beings. So I think I I disagreed with some of those points because I think he thought that he missed that, but I picked up on it. No, well, no, and I I don't know that he thinks we necessarily missed that. Uh, but what I picked up from the, the the review as I was reading it is it seems like maybe uh, also crucial to a lot of those elements is they were they're done in a movie that was not just directed but photographed by a white person. Oh yes, no, I like, like there's a lot of things I that's agree. Like with and that. and, yes. and I get that right. I, I look. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, foolishly. I watched this entire film assuming it had been made by people of color. Uh, uh, and, and I see, don't that's... know why I did that. Maybe just because of the of the characters on screen. And that's clearly like, you know, maybe revealing something uh, about me that I need to sit down and mm-hmm. think about, you know. But uh, so I, I went through it. And once I, I, I learned that and I saw it, I was like, oh, man, I could definitely at least – uh, even if I didn't experience that, well, obviously I wouldn't experience that because it's it's not about me, right? And so, like, yeah. I, I at least very much understood where he was coming from and why he felt that way for sure. Yeah, I do find it interesting because cinematography was done by a white woman, Jenna Cato uh-huh. Bass, yep. who also directed. But then it was written by how many people is this? Twelve, 12 people and twelve I, people. Yeah, there were twelve <laughs> yeah. people listed as writers on this film. Uh, something mm-hmm. I did notice is that a lot. Uh, well, one of the writers is is also the the director, uh, but mm-hmm. then. Several, uh, the most of the people who were credited as writers on this film uh, are also actors in this film. Either that or there just happen to be a lot of very common names on those two lists. I have to believe they're the same people. And that makes (laughs) me wonder if maybe, as we were talking about before we hit the record, uh, I wonder how much of this was improvised. And maybe mm-hmm. that's why they get writing credits on this is because a certain amount of it was was just Im- and because uh, I don't know. There are moments in it that uh, um, I don't even know how to explain why. But once I understood that, I was like, oh, so that's why this scene kind of felt this way. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of they have a vibe to them that kind of feels a little improvisational. Uh But saying that in the sense that I didn't recognize it while it was happening, it's kind of a a revelation that came after the fact. 
Yeah. No, I think uh, I I just have questions for how this movie was. What questions created. do you have? Oh, I don't have questions just that we'll lie? answer today. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's twelve writers and i want to know who actually had the most input onto that um i want to know if uh jenna cato base mostly directed and did camera and didn't have feedback from other people because this is clearly a movie where the majority is people of color and it is about racism and i'm curious if there was feedback given from the other 11 writers on how to do this but then if that's the way that they did it why are they not credited as partial cinematographers because clearly they're giving credit credits to everybody right. um i just have a, a lot of questions so that i can truly break down and i think i like just more than a lot of movies i'm i'm curious how this was made and sure. how i should feel about it because right. the way that it is made is definitely going to change yeah. how and, i feel and it's weird i don't feel like that with a lot of movies this one i absolutely right and, do. and also like this very much is a movie where like much more so than other movies and I think it's because of that element of recognizing mm-hmm. immediately that there are themes and, and ideas being played here or, or, or dealt with here uh, that I don't necessarily have the most informed or experienced perspective on exactly. I was immediately like okay I need to go read reviews of this <laughs> movies to have more educated than me people tell me what was happening here uh, yeah. and, and so in that sense uh, I, I feel like this is a movie that almost indirectly is going to help me learn a lot of things uh, and, and gain a lot of perspective on things. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be in this movie's favor, uh, but yeah. uh, so there's that. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's it just very curious uh, how that all uh, comes together here Um I, I do want to talk about some of the things about it that I did like. And be, again, yeah. uh, uh, I, I, I think she's, she's a great photographer. I thought there were some fantastic uh, images. I should say they. I, I don't want I There's this whole thing going on at work. I have friends at my new job, and there's a whole pronouns thing. And it, uh, talking about just opening yourself up to things that you do. Uh, that. I anyway. saw many, many articles did refer as she, her, which is why. Okay, I have cool. Uh, yep. So anyway, uh, yeah, I just um, uh, I, uh, I thought some incredibly cool photography, uh, the way they drop in uh, some of those uh, creepy faces uh, just out of nowhere, the way it's just real flash editing. I thought that was really cool. Um, I, uh, I really enjoyed um, this movie is <laughs> is just like like it's that level of slow pacing where it just Mm -hmm. the grinding slowness of it eventually just starts to wear on you uh but not necessarily (laughs) in a bad way uh uh, i thought when they did hit the horror elements they did a really good job when uh, when the the whole thing with the hand happens i was like oh shit what's going on here it's that toothbrush part that like oh god that's a new fear of mine where I'm going to toothbrush myself to death. I don't like that at all. That's yeah, very yeah. uncomfortable. Uh, it's, uh, so, yeah, it definitely played those moments uh, when it used them to its strengths. Uh, and and so, uh, yeah, I just – this is a movie that I don't <laughs> – it feels like such a uh, – like a slightly uh, pretentious thing to say, but this is a movie I'm not going to feel – comfortable saying I have a final opinion on until I do a lot of reading. That's actually where I feel about it 
too, where I was Which watching this. Which is kind this, of why I, I was... landed right in that sort of like yeah. skull range, because I feel like that's frankly a nice <laughs> safe spot, right? <laughs> yeah, because like... here, here's the thing. I, I saw the title and I went, oh, and then I watched the movie and I went, oh, and then I read some reviews and I went, oh. We have oh. to talk about this on the episode. Yeah. And this is getting into a lot of subject matter that I am ignorant on, especially in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of that, but also like as a movie, how was it, you know? Yeah. It, and, it's just one of those yeah. that we haven't we haven't had to do this on the podcast where it really is exploring mm-hmm. a very deep issue that you and I do not have the connection yeah we don't really have the perspective on but no i like that this happened because it it does Mm -hmm. give us you know it gives us a a, an alternate sort of take on how we get to discuss the movie uh i you know what i think we should do is i think uh uh, wait is next week the double feature yes yes okay so next week guys we talked about it last week we've got a special double feature episode coming up we got not one but two movies being released Mm -hmm. here's what i think we should do michelle this is an odd okay. idea right off the top of my head, right in the middle oh, no. of the recording here. Okay. No, I that can't think, be bad. <laughs> no, I think what we should do is we have the double feature next week, but then I think the week after that we should do our normal episode, and then maybe we come back right at the end and we have like a little recap or a revisit where we talk about like some of the things that we read and some of the the things that we learned from uh, about this movie and different perspectives on it and maybe touch back on some of our thoughts on it. What do you think of that? You're giving me homework. I'm in my thirties <laughs> and you're like, Hey, can you go do some research and cite your work and uh, write it? Well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying know, like super deep, you know, <laughs> I, I just figure we're both just as being the obsessive nerdy movie people we are, yeah. we're probably going to end up reading a bunch of stuff about it anyway. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I am. I am completely on board with doing a bonus episode. Sweet. Of two white people attempt to be woker and uh, see how that goes. <laughs> right. Right. Like uh... try to educate ourselves because yeah, I I have a lot of questions about this, and it really he, here's my uh my equivalent or whatever like my comparison. Um, Get Out. If that was made by a white woman instead right. of. Jordan Peele, I would feel very, very different. And I, look, I gotta and be honest feels with you. Very get out. <laughs> as I well, yeah. yeah, and as I've been sitting here, and this again is uh, it, it maybe not necessarily uh, problematic in the way I fear, but still is something that I need to understand <laughs> why. I think a big part about why I went into this movie, uh, assuming it was likely made by people of color, uh, is because. The movie poster looks like a fucking Jordan Peele movie poster. Like Absolutely. it looks like it, it. It's like that. Okay, that's that's uh, that's them. That's Get Out. That's Nope. That's yep. that's that. Like it. it There's I a lot of sure. story in here that feels like Get yeah. Out. There yeah. There is so and, much uh, where, especially the movie poster, it feels like Get Out. Yeah, and I it, think, uh, <laughs> and it was it was foolish of me to just go in making those assumptions, but that's uh, yeah. that's how it goes sometimes. So. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I definitely think maybe, you know, watch the movie and see if it makes you think some things and then go read some reviews. Maybe you guys have some thoughts about it, too. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we came out at, what, a two and a quarter skull average for the two of us? Two and a quarter. And I am just 
doing my rating based on like as a movie without right, any guys. of the things I know behind it, uh, without we, any attempt to know. We're gonna we're gonna reserve anything. the right to change these scores once we <laughs> learn a little bit more about what we might not have understood about this movie. Uh, I do want to remind everybody uh, we're doing a thing. Uh, we're sponsoring uh, Time Bomb Pro Wrestling here in Fargo. They got an event at the Sanctuary Event Center coming up on August fourth. Uh, we watch Shutter is an official sponsor of that event. Uh, we're going to be there on hand, both Michelle and I. Uh, have some great wrestling. They've announced a couple of awesome matches. This, uh, if some of you know indie wrestling, awesome. Some of you might not. Uh, we're going to see uh, the anarchist Eric Cannon versus Effie. Uh, which those names might mean something to you. They might not. I promise you that is going to be a hell of a fun 10, 15, 20 minutes. You gonna, you don't want to miss that match. Also going to have uh, um, uh, Time Bomb Pro Wrestling champion Dominic Garini is going to be in action defending the Time Bomb Pro Wrestling title. It's going to be great, guys. going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be even funner because we're going to be there. Do you have anything Hopefully. you want to say about it, Michelle? Uh... <laughs> the other thing, uh, we, we talked about this briefly just recently because we started digging into some of our, our overall statistics and metrics and things for the podcast mm. since, we, uh, since we launched uh, a few months back. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, yo, big shout out. Uh, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina uh, or Mexico City. If you're listening to We Watch Shudder in one of those areas, drop us a line on the Facebook page. We have a surprisingly high number of listens out of all of our overall listens coming from the Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina area. Apex, I'm looking at you. Who are you in Apex, North Carolina in the Raleigh, Durham metro who's listening to our podcast? Find us on Facebook. Let us know. There's at least one, maybe two or three of you down in Mexico City. We see you. We love you. Tell us who you are. Drop us a line. And wherever wherever you're listening, say hello. We would love to know who's listening to our show. Drop us a line on our Facebook page. It's just we watch Shutter. It's really easy to find. Did I get it right, Michelle? Oh, what else do we have? We have an Instagram too, right? We have an Instagram for sure. Is it just also we watch Shutter? Uh, yes. All on board. Michelle has just whatever. completely tuned out. She's gone full research mode already. It's impossible I, to get her back I am once so, she goes this level. I am gone because I'm like, oh God, I didn't realize. She's like, I gotta go down this rabbit hole immediately. <laughs> Fine. I have Guys, so many tabs open. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. Say goodnight, Michelle. Good night, Michelle. <laughs>